0: And good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank RB Car Company? Again, rbcarcompany.com is the website. You can also find them online. Well, I already said that. I just I just did the website. Yeah, sorry. It's Monday. What do you want from me? All right, rbcarcompany.com. Go there. There we go. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh there's been a lot of election victories for the Trump campaign and his allies over the past week or so. judge judges blocked Georgia officials from erasing data on those Dominion voting machines. Uh, this is with the Sidney Powell lawsuit. And it is kind of funny watching some of the people go through the lawsuit and say, oh, this is a hot mess. Not really. There's a lot of really good points there. Uh, Federal judges barred Georgia officials from clearing or tampering with results on voting machines in three counties as a result of a lawsuit filed by attorney Sidney Powell. And again, you know, I, I have to make this crystal clear. I just want to bring it up one more time. I've already done it in the past. The last time that people thought Sidney Powell was crazy with a conspiracy theory, she proved that general Flynn was an innocent man and that they conspired against him and fabricated a fake case against him. So, I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt for the big international part of all of this. Uh, her, her Georgia lawsuit is very good. It's sound. I don't know if she's going to win the case, but it's sound. And that has to at least be looked at. Yes, she has alleged a broader international conspiracy here, but she's not the only one. Um, I don't know, you know how accurate or true a lot of those statements are because she hasn't released details on that yet. There's some speculation, but nobody really knows what she has. But we do know what she has in in domestic cases in the United States and in Georgia. She filed her case in Georgia. And um, now a judge has has, um, you know, ruled that you can't erase the data on those Dominion voting machines. There was a Pennsylvania case in which the Trump administration won where the judge said that there is enough evidence to presume that there was an unconstitutional election process that took place another judge then overturned that later so now they go on to the supreme court with that one too so it's you know there's some wins there's some messes look the pennsylvania supreme court apparently is nuts all right it's that's all there is to it i mean they're apparently crazy And if you are rooting for Joe Biden, all right, that's fine. You're happy about those victories. But that doesn't change the fact that things were done, without a doubt, unconstitutionally in the state of Pennsylvania. And as a result, the state of Pennsylvania needs to rule on a constitutional basis. And the the state Supreme Court has not. It's really that simple. Back to Georgia now. Uh, U.S. District Judge Timothy Baton Sr. issued a four-page order late Sunday blocking officials in Cherokee, Cobb. Gwinnett and Gwinnett counties from resetting Dominion election system voting machines Uh, and again this is to evaluate whether or not the votes were switched tampered with if the system was compromised or what have you and for the record there has been a lot of examples of that happening with Dominion machines for years it's not just this election cycle but for a long time so keep that in mind None of the stuff, none of the stuff that has been mentioned in this election about Dominion is new or unique to this election. And a lot of it is all stuff that had been alleged by Democrats as recently as this year. Just friendly reminder, because I know that people forget about that stuff, Uh, but it is out there. Like I said, I told you before, I'm not going to bore you with a lot of these. I'm not going to go into great and ultra detail on a lot of this election stuff. I know that other people are doing that. And I'm just going to give you some updates, some rundowns on it. If there's questions, especially on Fridays when we do open lines, we'll dive into them. We'll give you you know, a, a huge um, huge breakdown if you really want. I'm happy to do that. My main reason for that, for not doing it here, is that everybody else is kind of doing it. And a lot of the analysis that I hear, frankly, is good. So I could come on here and I could say a lot of the same things. That's fine. You know, I could do that. But I know that you guys have been beat over the head for 11 months with COVID election, COVID election, COVID election. I was, you know, sitting back the other day and I was going through some old, old segments on the show. And I just... There is one unmistakable difference between the show this year and how I've always done my show, and that is humor. We have a lot less of it this past year, I think with good reason, than we have had in the past. And I used to be um, pretty good at at balancing the serious and, and the not so serious, or having fun with the serious stuff. The problem is that when you're in a pandemic and you are dealing with... I, I just one of the most corrupt media entities that I have ever seen in the free world. It becomes impossible many times to keep the humor going it became very difficult to do that. So you're, you're dealing with a pandemic and the media is lying to you about the pandemic. And we'll get into yet another study about hydroxychloroquine a little bit later on today. Um, The media is constantly lying to you about this pandemic. They're using it, they're exploiting it, I should say, for political gain and for control. And then you see what's happening just with the normal behavior of the media towards Trump in general and any of Trump's supporters and how they have been, you know, lying. They've been wrong on a lot of it, but they've just straight up lied to you about the most, most of it. And then you get into the election, just everything is... It's not funny anymore on a lot of it. Now, some things you can still have fun with, right? You can still have fun with the fact that Joe Biden can't complete the sentence. You can still have fun with that. But at the same time, it becomes very difficult to laugh when the stakes are so high, when the media is telling or letting Joe Biden lie to you about Donald Trump, especially when that same media fact-checked the false claim before. And it becomes hard to laugh sometimes when, when Twitter and Facebook are censoring posts that are clearly true and accurate. And we'll get to a story about that. Candace Owens is is winning her case against fact checkers on social media. We'll get, we'll get to that here later on in the show too. But it also becomes very difficult when you're censoring 200 and some odd times one campaign, but not a single time on the other campaign. When that campaign did post things that traditional media, not right-wing media, but traditional media has already ruled to have been false. Uh, You've got an innocent man, Michael Flynn. Uh, Articles were just written about him last week after the pardon, lying about the case. They're still telling you that he lied about sanctions. He was never asked about sanctions. That didn't happen. He, He never lied about it. We have the Inspector General's report. We've got all of this now that proves that Michael Flynn did not do anything wrong. And there's still people out there who think that he needs to be thrown in prison, that he betrayed the country somehow, some way. And we have all of the physical evidence that shows that Michael Flynn is an innocent man who was set up by a corrupt cabal in the FBI, much to the chagrin of the uh, original agents, I mind you. It becomes very difficult to laugh about that stuff. We're talking about people's livelihoods being destroyed So while you can have fun with politics and you have fun with some lifestyle issues and things of that nature, I've tried to mix that in there. And one good thing, I guess that's come out of this is coffee with Casey, right? So we have the coffee with Casey thing that, that runs every morning on the morning show. And that's the lighter side of the news, funnier stories, but you know, it runs in the morning and many of you don't hear it unless you subscribe. um, And you're a premium subscriber and I upload them, although I'm a little bit behind on that, you know, so that way you get them. But you know, yeah, it's, it's nice to have that, but that doesn't really play out. And so I'm going to try and do a lot more humor next year. And going to get back to the normal formatics of everything. And I realize we've gotten away from that. And I know it's heavy and it's tough. It's a, it's a long roundabout way of me telling you that I'm not beating you over the head with this election stuff every single day. Because everybody else is doing it too. And I know that you're getting this 24-7. You're... You're getting conspiracy theories from both sides. You're getting inaccurate information from your traditional media. You're going to your new media, and you're trying to siph- siphon through all of that, pick up what's accurate, the latest that you can get, while simultaneously being censored and assaulted for doing it. So I I get it. That's one of the reasons that I've kind of backed off of the election coverage. But I'm not going to back off on COVID stuff, because we've been covering COVID since you know before anybody else was covering it. And I think I've probably done... The best job of covering it of anybody I know in the media. And so I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, If you will, it has become my shtick of the year. And I'll let other people handle the election stuff. But I will give you those updates. And there are many. I, I will put in the Daily Show prep for you. I will put in 30 allegations that are in the Powell case in Georgia. This is just in Georgia. You can go through it. So what I'm going to do is I'll give you updates. I'll make them somewhat quick. Uh, if there's anything that really needs some attention, we'll focus on that. On Fridays, if you have any specific questions about one of these cases, I'm happy to dive into it for you on Fridays when we do open lines. Otherwise, look for daily show prep stuff. And I'll always let you know when it's in there where you'll have things like the 30 allegations that are in the Georgia lawsuit. So you'll be able to see what Sidney Powell, in a very easy way to understand what she is alleging happened in the state of Georgia. And you can kind of keep up on it that way. Uh, I'll include the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruling and everything else. But I have to address this bizarre theory. And right now is just a theory. I haven't talked about it on the show yet. This bizarre theory that U.S. Special Forces attacked a server farm in Germany and that that's related to the elections and ballots and everything, I have to get into it because somebody else is now talking about this. And it's, you know, a former lieutenant general. And if a former lieutenant general is talking about this, I guess, you know, it's it's not just a congressman. You have to kind of look at it and see what may or may not have happened. So I'm going to tell you what the allegation is. I'll go over the latest updates on this and just understand, take it with a grain of salt. I have no idea if this is true. And I don't think that anybody else has any evidence of it being true or not either. But we'll get into it just in case something comes from it, either way. We'll talk about that next on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. three Michigan's news channel i am your host casey hendrickson so for some time there's been this allegation it was made by um louis gohmert i think the first time we heard it the congressman and i think he tweeted out something like um like u.s special forces had had a, attacked or seized a server farm in germany now right out of the gate that seems really questionable okay just from a military perspective seems highly unlikely just want to make that crystal clear. So I don't, I didn't talk about this story. I didn't give it any credence. I've been watching it just in case something develops from it. I just want you to know that I am not, I'm not a hundred percent buying into this notion that there was some kind of a raid by American forces on company servers in Germany, okay? I just want to make that crystal clear. Um, what is giving me a change of heart here is general McClary is reporting. He's saying that he has sources that say U S special forces attacked a CIA server farm in Germany now. Okay. um, I also don't buy this. All right. But who the heck knows it's 2020. So I'm telling you about it because I'm not sweeping it under the rug And there are some pretty high-profile people who are saying these things. Lieutenant General Thomas uh, McInerney and Lieutenant General Michael Flynn gave interviews to the WVW Broadcasting Network. Uh, It was Flynn's first interview since his pardon. In stunning testimony, McInerney stated that his sources have told him that U.S. Army Special Forces, possibly the famed Delta Force, raided a CIA-run server farm in Frankfurt, Germany, Five soldiers were killed in the ensuing firefight, as well as one CIA paramilitary. The CIA personnel were allegedly flown in from Afghanistan for security, according to reports. Now, those reports um, don't exist in the public realm. So if there are reports of this, we don't we don't have access to any of it. Now, I, again, I need you to understand for people to tune in periodically here. I don't necessarily buy that any of this is true. OK, I'm just. There are, shall we say, esteemed people who are saying it happened. Subsequent review of the secured servers yielded proof that China, Iran, and Russia were involved in the attempted coup against the president, uh, who will be shown to have won an overwhelming victory for the American people, according to Lieutenant General McInerney. Uh, he's, he's retired. So, look, I, I, do I know? I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, but this this goes into the whole, what is the Kraken? When Sidney Powell talks about the Kraken, what is the Kraken? Well, apparently, uh, according to General McInerney, the Kraken is a reference to the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion based out of Arizona. He stated that he believes President Trump knew this, this steal was coming, hence his executive order issued for sanctions for interference in our elections by foreign powers. Uh, again, do we have any evidence of this? No, but you do have, okay, you do have a member of Congress saying it, and now you've got a retired Lieutenant General saying it. So if nothing else, I've at least got to acknowledge that this theory is out there without any evidence that it exists just because of who is saying it. Just want to make that crystal clear. Um, Special Operations Forces seized those, that facility, so they have those servers, the general said. Uh, McInerney also added the raid did not go without incident, stated that, four US, uh, that U.S. soldiers faced casualties during the operation. My initial report is that U.S. soldiers were killed in the operation. Now, uh, that was a CIA operation, so that's the very worry, worrisome thing. So what he is alleging here is that the Central Intelligence Agency has a server farm in Frankfurt, Germany, which they, for the record, might very well have. Now, this is somehow tied to the election. This is a slight deviation from the previous theory that this was um, this server farm was affiliated with uh, one of the, the election companies, um, Smartmatic. So this is a deviation from the original story that was put out there. And the CIA called in extra security from Afghanistan. So they brought in CIA shooters, the the paramilitaries. They brought them in from Afghanistan to help defend this facility. Uh, U.S. Special Forces, Army Special Forces, potentially Delta, then attacked the CIA server farm to secure the server's in order to gain evidence that there was an election coup from China, Iran and or Russia. Now again, we have exactly zero evidence at all that this happened, but we have a lot of high profile people that are saying it happened. <laughs> so I can't I can't just pretend anymore that this is just some nutso thing that was out there on the internet, uh, whether it's a part of a, you know, a message forum or 4chan or what have you. I, I, I can't pretend that anymore because you got a member of Congress and you've got a retired Lieutenant general who are now saying that this happened. I I just, I, I just want you all to understand. I don't think it did. At least if, if something like this did happen, it certainly didn't go down this way. Um, but if it did, that would be a dramatic point in our history, if something like this went down. Um, but I just want you to understand that there is this story out there. I don't really buy into it. Um, the story's changed, and you know my theory about my position on stories that change regularly. Uh, you just you gotta you gotta be wary of those. But at the same time, nobody's produced any actual evidence of any of this, so. I don't necessarily believe it, but you should know there are some high profile people that are saying that this happened. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. So what in the world is happening with Johns Hopkins? We'll talk about that here in just a second. But first, I got to talk about allnaturalcbd.org. This is where you go. Keep getting the questions now. People are looking for stocking stuffers already. Get those. What? Where's that? Where do I get that CBD stuff from again? Allnaturalcbd.org. Allnaturalcbd.org. Use my promo code, KC10, to save yourself 10%. They even have free shipping on orders over 25, uh, 25 bucks. They have three packs that are available. This is full-spectrum CBD. You don't want to isolate. You want full-spectrum always. Get full-spectrum CBD lotion, not cream, not oil. This is lotion. It will soothe and moisturize your skin. True story, last week, Thursday night, Thursday night, I wake up with that same neck pain that I always get on the right side of my neck. It goes from the base of my skull all the way down to the tip of my shoulder. It feels like uh, somebody has put some kind of a serrated something in that muscle there, my trap, and is just grinding it back and forth all the way up and down my neck. It hurts so bad, and I can never go back to sleep with this thing. And it, you can't, you just, you can't rub it out. You try to massage it. It just doesn't work. uh, And it still hurts. And the moment you lay back down, it just pinches that nerve and that muscle again. So right there next to my, my bedside tape, right on my bedside table is my trusty 1000 milligram unscented CBD lotion. I rub it on less than 30 seconds later, less than 30 seconds later, gone. Generally speaking, when I use the lotion, it's under three minutes, but it was less than 30 seconds on Thursday night when I used it and that pain was gone. I went right back to sleep, slept another several hours. This stuff is phenomenal and it is a lotion, not an oil. So it will soothe, moisturize your skin and it will just completely disappear. Phenomenal stuff. The best you can get, you get higher quality CBD, you get a larger bottle of the CBD and it costs a fraction of the competition go to naturalcbd.org promo code KC10 all right Johns Hopkins University what in the world is going on with Johns Hopkins University huh well let's let's take a look shall we Conventional wisdom is that COVID-19 has caused thousands of deaths in the United States and nearly 1.5 million worldwide. This perception has been directly challenged by a study published by Johns Hopkins University on November 22nd. The Assistant Program Director of the Applied Economics Master's Degree Program Genevieve Briand at Johns Hopkins University critically analyzed the impact that COVID-19 had on U.S. deaths. According to Briand, the impact of COVID-19 on deaths in the United States can be fully understood by comparing it to the number of total deaths in the country. According to the study, quote, in contrast to most people's assumptions, the number of deaths by COVID-19 is not alarming. In fact, it is it, is, it has relatively no effect on deaths in the United States. Huh? Well, isn't that interesting? Now, for a while now, we have known that there is, well, a total death issue compared to your standard annual deaths in the United States. It's not lining up with there being a pandemic. Now, a lot of people have written that off as we're not out there driving as much. We're not doing all the normal things and And so we've seen an excess in certain deaths, suicides, drug abuse. We've seen an excess in those, but overall deaths have kind of come down. And in fact, we're having a net um, less deaths right now in in 2020 compared to previous years. So, and by the way, none of that is is meant to minimize people who died from COVID. I'm just giving you data, all right? Data doesn't care about feelings or emotions or any of that stuff so johns hopkins university publishes this thing and they basically point out that COVID 19 is having absolutely no effect on the total death rate in the united states so we have we have basically locked down in in many places we have ceased doing normal activity and and traveling and the deaths that normally happen with travel end up being replaced with COVID. so the death rate is essentially the same Now, what's weird about this, though, what's so very strange about this is that the study was taken down. How many times over the past several months have I come on here and told you about a new study that has just come out that was forced to be retracted or taken down without new evidence? It's just taken down. Or what about the largest study done on masks in COVID? Went to three different medical journals and they wouldn't even publish it because, according to the authors, the results were controversial. They finally got, st- got published in a very prestigious science journal and, and medical journal. And what does it say? It says your mask doesn't do much for you and may actually increase the spread of the virus. Okay? And people are demanding that that be rejected. I've given you some of the top infectious disease experts in the United States at the university level. And they have published a paper months and months ago, near the beginning of the pandemic, and they routinely update it, showing that there isn't any evidence that masks are doing anything. Now, these are two of the most preeminent people on infectious disease in the US. They're professors. They teach other people about infectious disease. And they're telling you, we don't have any data that says your mask is doing diddly squat, none. And they have been ordered and demanded and threatened to retract their study over and over and over again. And they actually wrote an editorial in the article about why they're refusing to do it. Other places have retracted their information, not because their data was proven wrong or there was a problem with their methodology or anything like that. Because Usually when that happens, what you do is you publish a retraction on why you retracted your data, but that isn't happening. They're just taking these things down kind of like China did when they had their initial university publishings of what the Wuhan virus was, which is what it was referred to globally at the time. And then China forced all of those universities to take down that information because foreign governments were looking at it to learn about the virus. This is bizarrely the same thing. So Johns Hopkins now takes this thing down. All this is, this isn't even a study per se. It is, but it's more of a, a data analytics study. It's not a scientific experiment. So they're just looking at the actual data. And then they're just collating it and telling you what the data shows. So it's really bizarre that this got taken down with... No explanation of a major counting error or anything of that nature, which is really just, again, strange. But that's kind of where we're at. So what is going on here? So let's hop over to uh, another another source here. This is uh, Jim Hoft, well Joe Hoft, his brother, excuse me. Johns Hopkins University newsletter throws work of director under the bus while claiming real science from the WHO and CDC is more accurate than the facts. Now, Joe Hoft is a partisan, but there isn't, there isn't any data that disproves what they were saying. In fact, it's something that everybody has noticed from the very beginning. It's, it's been a source of contention for a few months now. Exactly what Johns Hopkins University was saying in this, this analytic study that they did. So why is it that it's being taken down? And then I, I'm reminded of the CDC finally admitting just wasn't like a month or two ago, finally admitting that the virus was airborne. Something that we all know is universally acknowledged. So the CDC finally admits it's airborne after doctors all over the, the country have been begging, begging them to finally acknowledge that it's airborne because this changes how people, you know, deal with the virus. So. And the CDC changes it to make the virus airborne. And what happens? The WHO calls them that afternoon and says, take that down. So then the CDC takes it down. Why? We all know it's airborne. Everybody knows it's airborne. But they were told to take it down. Now, eventually, like two weeks later, they republished and said, well, it's it's really not airborne it's you know sort of airborne it's the droplets are smaller no it's airborne it's it's a, this is an aerosolized virus but the who did not want the cdc to tell anybody that it was airborne in spite of the fact that the medical community completely knows and acknowledges that this is an airborne virus and the reason for that the masks don't work against airborne virus they only work against droplets one time it's the only thing that that makes sense every time there is a published piece from a legitimate source that calls into question the narrative they are harassed and bullied into retracting it or taking it down every single time and it's not because their data was wrong got more coming up 95.3 mnc (music) And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So I've talked to you a lot about z of South Bend. I love them over there. John and the guys over there are fantastic. Um, they look, here's the thing. People who buy really expensive exotic cars like Lamborghinis and things like that. Trust z of South Bend to perform these these services on their vehicles that will protect their paint, protect their their longevity, re, re, uh, retain their value, that sort of thing. So if people who own these really expensive vehicles can trust Z-Bar to South Bend, you can certainly trust them with your vehicle. And we've trusted them with several of ours. We routinely get details both inside and out. We always get Germ Defender on the inside. We get the interior detail. And, um, you know, we've We've done a lot of services over there. The Ceramic Z-Gloss paint coating has been great for the family van. I mean, it's just been so much easier to keep the van clean and shiny as a result of that. And it protects the paint. Uh, if if you are dealing with, um, well, you're going to be dealing with all of the sludge that's coming. We got snow coming this week, they say. And with that, of course, you're going to have salt. You're going to have that road sludge, that corrosion cocktail, if you will. And... I've had a vehicle that snapped in two because the undercarriage rusted out. You don't want to be in that position. Get your vehicle serviced at z of South Bend. Get the undercoating on there. Get rust treatment if you have rust. Get all of that taken care of by the professionals at z I'm going to be getting a tonneau cover for my pickup truck here in, uh, in just a couple. So go to z of South Bend. You can't go anywhere else. Only the South Bend location. Everywhere else, they're not going to give you any love. Go to Z Bar to South Bend. Let them know that I sent you. All right. Let's. Uh, by the way, the the people at Johns Hopkins, they they super pinky swear promise, they're not being censored. They voluntarily took the study down, retained it in a PDF, but they took it down off of their website because people are using it to spread misinformation about the virus. They say. Uh, mean, meanwhile, I have, I have somebody on the live stream. Who was saying, hey,, um, China just released this thing to stop uh, America's progress, right? Okay, let's let's get to the latest update on that because, like I said, only idiots still think that this was bat suit. But now the Chinese have more people to blame other than them. Now China' is in the middle of a border dispute with India. They've actually had an actual shooting battle where people died on both sides. They've had a couple of other cases where people have been taken prisoner on both sides and now china is saying that the coronavirus actually came from india this is after they blamed australia they blamed um did they blame vietnam i think they blamed vietnam the united states remember it was the it was a a united states army runner remember that who originally brought the virus over to to china so their latest one oh yeah they blamed australia they blamed russia they blamed italy but the latest one is of course this it came it didn't come from china everybody it came from india the the country that we happen to have a current border dispute with how convenient so the chinese continue to blame everybody else for the virus <laughs> we all know where it came from it came from that lab in wuhan we got more coming up news talk 95.3 michiana's new channel